Welcome everybody to me time. I decided to do a solo episode for a few reasons this week to go along with the healing series that I've been doing. I love all of the feedback from everybody and that you all have been enjoying it. I hope that some of it has brought some inspiration or clarity around, I guess around any sort of the skepticism or maybe confusion around possibly going to a healer of some kind, not knowing what was right for you and removing maybe some of the fear and almost like mysticism behind it. So I was going to talk about one of my favorite forms of healing. I can't really interview a horse (laughs) or a dog. I can. I feel like I could probably glean something from an interaction just because they do tend to have an energy about them or a language, I should say, in their energy. But I can't really interview them for the podcast, but I will talk about my experience a little bit around, I guess I'll start with equine therapy because I think it's different. There are different kind of programs and different healers, different uses of the horse and healing and therapy. The two or three now that I've gone through, like programs I've done myself, were incredible. Actually, I think it's four. I went to one in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I went to two in Sedona, Arizona. And I take horseback riding lessons now, and I believe I'm in the experience of equine therapy. And Celeste, who is my trainer, is very much into the sort of energy and healing part of the training in horseback riding. She sort of adds this other element to it that is really beautiful and like palpable in the lessons. So I had a moment where I was sort of going through some things about 10 years ago, and almost 11 years ago now. And I reached this sort of place of overwhelm with some feelings I was having and some, you can like reach a place, I think in therapy, they say it's like offline, right? Like where you almost disassociate, it's almost too much. And I can get this even on a task level when I have like 30, like I have there like 30 steps uh, uh, or the plate is full, right? There's like 30 things on the plate, let's say that. And I am so overwhelmed by the 30th thing that I can't even go back to step one and just do the one thing and then move my way through the rest because I'm too overwhelmed by the whole picture. And I think emotions can work on a scale like that too, or I, for me, they can for sure. And I discovered in this time where I was sort of going through something pretty intense and then I was like working with a therapist kind of in an intensive way that I hit this point. I hit this point of overwhelm or offline or whatever. And I went out, there was a horse there and I went out and I I just stood with this horse. I just said I needed some air for a minute. And I stood with this horse for a little while. It wasn't No one told me to. And in the moment of – he walked over to me. And we just stood there for a little while. And I rubbed his nose. And I completely came back down to earth and felt like I was, like, present again. And I – it was something I just noted because this was not an equine. This was not a therapy horse. This was not like a therapy program like that. But it was just something I noted. It was actually the most present I had felt in the entire experience. And it wasn't until years and years later that I heard about equine therapy and then actually was lucky enough to experience it myself in Santa Fe, New Mexico. There's a place called Equus that I went to. And this was really cool. You can do many versions of this uh, place. They'll like set it up for you sort of based on whatever your needs are, what you're looking for. And I didn't have a ton of time. So I just did a full day of, of the equine therapy. And 
it was such a powerful experience. I felt so changed. I was already in this state of like when I went to Santa Fe, I was lucky enough to go. It was like, I don't know, toward the end of 2010, like height of COVID. It was very crazy. But I had gone through a breakup and there was COVID and a show I had done had gotten canceled. And so I was just sort of in a state of like, holy hell, what is next? Or what are we in? Or what is this? And so while I was on this little this little trip in Santa Fe, I researched and found this equine therapy place. I really wanted to get on a horse. That was something that I just felt was like calling me. I was like, I want to ride horses while I'm here if I can or something. And so I found this place. I went over. I met the woman the, like the same day that who who owns it and runs it. It wasn't that far away. And she just sort of walked me through. It's like a ta- they tailor the experience or tailor the experience for me. And I think for anyone who comes through based on whatever it is that they need. But it was really interesting because all of the emotional and uh, personal details aside, like it was so much about just being still and present in your body, which of course can make you very aware of things that are happening in your body and your feelings and all of that. But there was something about just being present with all of it instead of trying to just like rush to the next feeling or rush to the next thing or whatever. And it was interesting because I was in this like ring with five horses. They were all like rescued as well, which was incredible. They all had such incredible stories. I think most of them were racehorses or had been racehorses anyway and they're so big and so powerful and I was just standing alone little me in the middle of this like ring and I rather than like them there wasn't like a you know here like a what am I trying to say a rule book or a any way right way to do it the I just was put in this ring and mostly I had to be aware of myself because what I wanted and what I wanted to experience was like the feeling of peace among these horses. And when you're present and in your body, they can feel that they come to you and can help either in the recentering or they feel that you're in a present place. You're like safe. And so I wanted to get myself to a place where I could feel safe because then they could feel safe with me. And it was crazy because I, at first, they sort of send you on your own to figure that out rather than saying, go stand still and see this. You just have to figure out what that is for you. And so I went and I went to each horse and I talked to them. And I noticed like when I first got in there, I was a little scared. I was like, hadn't really sunk into the whole program yet or what was happening or anything. And so I mostly was just going up and light, like I almost would a dog or something like that <laughs> and just being like, how are you? you know, what's your story? And I went up and I noticed that if I would reach my hand up, they would turn away or they weren't feeling me. (laughs) I'll say that. I felt and I told the woman there, I was like, I feel like a little rejected and I feel like a little, what am I doing? She's just come back to yourself, breathe and be present. And I guarantee you, you can shift the energy here. Like it'll change or whatever. And so anyway, to make a very long story short of a whole day of that, by the end of the day or of that program, I sat down in the middle of the ring and I closed my eyes just as a way to sort of say thank you to them and to the land and to everything that I experienced that day, which was really cool and incredible. Um, And I didn't hear a thing. But when I opened my eyes, all five horses were standing within feet of me. And very peacefully and I was and I stood up and none of them moved 
And I got to, and I went to each of them and I like touched their noses and all the energy, it was just completely different. It was such a wild experience. Factors, delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help you keep your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. You'll feel great. I'm telling you, you'll have a feel good week of meals ready to go. You don't even have to Think about it. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. They are so good. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. How nice is that? Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. How nice is that? So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash metime50 and use code metime50 to get 50% off. That is such a ridiculous deal. It's so good. That's code metime50 at factormeals.com slash metime50 to get 50% off. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. Perfect timing, honestly, because my New Year's resolution was to finally find a uniform I'm completely obsessed with. And let me tell you, I never, uh, you, I live in this cardigan. I'm wearing it right now. I am completely obsessed. Jenny Kane, I love you. Anyway, Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. From luxurious cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories to elevated versions of all of your everyday basics, not to mention the most incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best year yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use code Maggie to get 15% off. I am obsessed with all things Jenny Kane. I feel like it looks, it's so chic and it also feels like you're just kind of wearing your most cozy, comfortable things like you would wear at home, but you look so cool. Like it looks, her stuff is beautiful. And any season, but this one especially, their sweaters are the it item. I am obsessed with the Mohair Boyfriend Cardigan. It is the perfect everyday piece. I get compliments every time I wear my cardigan especially. It's so comfortable. I truly live in it all day. It's the first thing I put on. I just, I love it. And the cashmere, oh my God, it's so soft. It feels so good. Jenny Kane is known for their super luxe yet lightweight sweaters. And trust us, they do cashmere better than anyone. I'm telling you, it's true. The Cashmere Fisherman, Flynn Cashmere Sweater, and Cashmere Cocoon Cardigan are the best sellers in every season, but I love cozying up with them in winter and chilly. It's been so rainy and cold in LA. I love it. Plus everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. I love pairing something like a cable half zip with everything from classic denim to a slip dress for a look that's effortless and so easily put together. They've got elevated staples covered from the Brentwood blazer. Oh my God, I love their blazers. Yes. And the Hudson turtleneck. My winter uniform has truly never looked better. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you go to code Maggie at checkout. That's 15% off your first order. Jenny Kane, J-E-N-N-I. 
K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code Maggie. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Either, it's either that, and here's the skeptic in me, or like, those are some really well-trained horses to like have people have the most incredible experience of their lives. No, that's not, that's not what I thought. Maybe a little part of me thought that, but no, I know that's not true because I don't think, I don't think you can force the comfort level or whatever. So that experience was really powerful. And the one I had in Sedona was very similar, except in this one I could, in two, the two different programs, one I didn't uh, ride similar to the one in, in Santa Fe. It was more about being present and letting them come to you and then noticing your energy shift and their energy shift as you, you know, whether it's an anxiety spike or it's just becoming very aware of yourself, your feelings and how you can come back to like your body and presence and all of that. And then the other one, I guess I will tell the story, even though this was less about therapy, but it was interesting because I, this was also just one day. I was only able to ride one day with a, a horse. The horse's name was perfectly named Sedona, which is where I was. And I was on a bit of a like grief trip because Peanut had died recently. And I was my dog at the time. I love that I say Peanut, like you all know who Peanut is. Peanut was my dog of like seven years. She passed away at the end of 2021. So I, I sort of went on a little bit of a grief I don't know. I, I would say like a grief trip. I just needed to be alone for a little while in a car and drive. And anyway, found my way to Sedona. And I met this horse, Sedona. And you do the therapy while you're riding. So it's a similar thing to kind of what I experienced, I think, with Celeste and my actual horseback riding lessons is like, you still have to come back to yourself and be present, or the horse will not respond to you and what you're doing. And they'll also not feel safe. So it's just good for you and the animal to be super aware of your body and your emotions and being very focused. And so I did a little ride with this horse and I was just in such grief at the time that so much of it was just about that. And it's this beautiful, very old land there that had these rocks that had old, I don't think they were pictographs, but they had been, the woman there had said that she had the rocks tested and they were very old. I'm not going to remember the age. I want to say a couple thousand years old because I had said these rocks are so beautiful. I would love to take one. And she said, I actually don't allow anyone to take them because I think they, that the rocks belong here just because of their age and history and everything else. I was, while I was riding the horse, she was sort of talking me through some things, but for the most part was just letting me have my experience with the horse. And for the last few minutes, she said, you know, if you want to spend a second or have a moment with the horse to say goodbye. And I said, yes. So I just gave a lot of gratitude to this beautiful horse, Sedona, who had just gone through a whole very emotional process with me. And when I opened my eyes from these few minutes, the woman who was there, she knew my story of just peanuts, sort of why I was there. And she was holding one of the rocks and it was in the shape of a heart. And she said, I don't know why, but I feel like this is, this should be, I looked down and I saw this rock in the shape of a heart and I just thought it should be with you. And I don't know if it's peanut that's telling me that I don't know why I feel this way, but anyway, and I was so touched. I have the rock of course, still. But anyway, that was an incredible experience, which then led me to now riding horses on the regular and the experience of, yes, I want to get better with the skill and I love caring for them and I love horses just in general and I love riding, but it's something about the experience of being with a horse on a horse, being present 
being so aware of your body, being so aware of them. It's such an incredible experience, such a shared experience. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit. And I think animals can have this kind of across the board. I'm just talking about my equine therapy experiences, but I have this foundation with Jude McVeigh called the Tiger Francis Foundation that we've had for years and years. And one of the things that we discovered early on in our process of sharing a goal and a dream around this was to rescue We wanted to rescue animals, but we wanted to do something different. And we discovered that early on, there was this beautiful, I think I've told this story on here before, the healing power of animals and taking our rescues to work with kids who are in high stress situations, who are in need, who are victims of domestic abuse, all those things. Like what we saw with these kids and with these animals, these rescue animals that we had was like, it just felt like there was no way that we could have gone in and taught or manufactured this like experience or love in any way. It truly came from the experience of the animals and the kids having this time together and connecting over the fact that these were rescues and the kids were in in these kind of high stress situations that had very different experiences with animals, but also just had pretty dark having very dark experiences in their days to experience the love, the unconditional love of an animal for them, even just in a few hours was like, it just changed. So it's about that unconditional love and it changes everything. So I have a very strong feeling about animals and healing. And I just wanted to throw that in because I can't interview the animals, but I wanted to share my experiences and also to like encourage again to like people are looking at what that what might work for them, healers and different ways. I'm trying to get an astrologer on as well, just so we can sort of cover all of these topics. We had a hypnotherapist, we've had an energy worker, we have had breath therapy. So there are all these different ways that we can look at like healing ourselves. And I think they can all work together. But if you're like just looking at, at a few, you don't really know what's right for you. Hopefully this sheds some light on some things. But anyway, I wanted to just do an animal episode because I feel so strong about their power alone, even just sitting with an animal. I think uh, if you listen to my very first pet time episode of me time, I read an article, it was in like Oprah Daily, about like literally what happens to us, like physiologically, like what our bodies, our nervous system, our emotions, I'm not saying any of this right, but what happens to our nervous systems when we sit with an animal, when we pet an animal, when we get to feel another animal. There's a reason that dogs are being sent into schools for like finals week. There are reasons that dogs are being sent in after mass shootings to sit with the kids to help help them heal. These stories are just so powerful and so beautiful. And anyway, so I think animals are one of the greatest healers we have. I think the earth can be that way too. I think sometimes just sitting in dirt. Okay, that's another episode. I'm going to get carried away. But I think you can have the same, you can have the same experience. I think I talked about the trees in an episode as well. There's an energy, there's a feeling there is, I think there is healing I think they were, they bring the same kind of quality of being present. I am, or I would say a lot of the people close to me are feeling this right now. I feel like 2024 has been a very, we've had a very intense beginning <laughs> to this year. I don't, I, and it's different for everybody, but I feel like everyone I talk to is having some kind of very powerful, complicated, emotional 
a little bit of a what the fuck experience to the beginning of 2024. I most certainly am. And I don't and I I talked to somebody else the other day who was like, I are like the planet's mad at us right now. Like what is happening? It just feels like everything is a little wild and a little upside down. And so maybe this healer series is also well timed because it's good for me too to remember to try to come back to myself as well in all of this, considering I'm doing a podcast called Me Time. But anyway, so I just I you're not alone. That's all I'm saying. You're not alone if so far 2024 has been and I'm not throwing it like all like bad just a little bit of a like what the fuck start to the year so I just want to say let's all get in the jet stream let's all get in the like the good feelings let's get in the hope (laughs) let's find the hope let's find the hope going into the rest of the year every animal I feel like I've had has been a healer to me in some way or a soulmate and a soulmate, I should say, in some way, this is where I find my people. (laughs) It's like in my pets or in animals. And I have my people too, don't get me wrong. But there is a connection I feel that is just so strong anyway. And I just want to say I I adopted this little boy, Linus, in, in December. And my whole life has changed having him. He is I don't know how I went so long after peanut. Well, I do know I was healing and I was also waiting for him and he showed up at just the right time. And I know I already told there's a Linus episode. So you all can hear like the crazy story of like how he came to me. But this, this, I just can't say enough. He's such a champ. So I adopted Linus. He had a fractured pelvis and two bad knees, basically. And I picked him up from his surgery. That was my our adoption day together from the first one on Christmas Eve. And he just had to have a second. Um, and he is, I, I just, he blows, he's so resilient. He's so funny. I've been a little down. I've been a little sick. I've been a little like, you know, and he's just like, not mom, we're getting out of bed. Not mom, we're going to have a good day. I'm going to make you laugh for a little while. I'm going to make you get off that phone of whatever you're like doom scrolling about. I'm going to make you, he's incredible. And I just, this is all, this is just a love. This is just like a love appreciation moment for Linus and his, he's so strong and he's so proud and he's so good and he's so not thrown by his experiences. I don't even know what they were. I just know he was pretty beat up when I got him and we're getting him all fixed up. But even with that, he's just the most beautiful little loving soul. And that's it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Me Time. Hug your animals, love your animals, kiss your animals, go see some animals, go experience some animals. And even if it's not therapy, like that's every time I get on, I go to a horseback riding lesson. It is, it is equine therapy for me. It doesn't even have to be like a special program. It's just a really powerful experience. So whatever that is for you, wherever you find that, like keep that, practice that, go with that. Cause I certainly have periods where I let that stuff go a little bit and I will hit a wall and then I'll realize, oh my God, I haven't been on a horse. I haven't been horseback riding in a few weeks. I haven't 
done those things that I need to do, speaking of me time, to feel okay and to feel like myself. No wonder I'm run down, no wonder. So anyway, it can be so simple, even if it's just like I said, petting your dog for five minutes. Our nervous systems completely calm down when we do that. Look, I'm not an expert, but I feel so passionately and so strong about the healing power of animals. So go kiss your animals, go love on them a little extra tonight. I guarantee you, you'll feel better and your heart will be full because of it. Okay, I'm done now. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.